You're listening to Lather Talk with your hosts, John Shea and Gerard Gustillo. Hey, listeners, welcome back to Lather Talk. I'm very excited for our guest for the show. He is a returning guest, HD Shaves. You might know him from YouTube. He and Gerard kind of miss each other like two ships passing the night last time. But this time, I've, I've got them both for you guys. So, HD, welcome to the show. Thanks, John. Good to be back. And like we were just saying, even better to see Gerard. Not that I don't like you, but I didn't see Gerard last time. <laughs> no, we know who the, the real star of the show is, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> As you say, also, welcome, Gerard. You know, faithful, faithful co-host who's working through some sickness, a, a cough, but he is here ready to talk about wet shaving things. So welcome, Gerard. Yep. Good to be back. Good to be here. <laughs> well, uh, we had quite the reaction from our previous episode, uh, which dealt a lot with artisan closings. A lot of people were surprised. Like they, they knew like there's like two or three maybe brands or artisans had closed up shop when in fact there were nine that we collected at the time. I think maybe a handful more uh, people might have mentioned to me. Either way, it got people talking, um, kind of the state of wet shaving. And also, uh, Gerard and I got to talk kind of at length about where we are in the hobby. Uh, and I think that's kind of where I want to kick off. HD, uh, last time we talked, you know, again, you were doing you know, regular content creation with YouTube. Uh, you were You had just gotten into straight razor shaving, but I think coming into this episode uh it's it's the landscape's quite different can you can you describe kind of where you are as far as your engagement with the uh with the wet shaving hobby sure well i had a great time exploring straight razors i i still have a good collection of them and um i hope to find the encouragement and the motivation to get back to them however for the past at least four weeks, six weeks, something like that. Um, not only have I stepped away from being uh, active on YouTube and Instagram, places like that, but also I've become extremely simple with my gear. Um, hmm. I've been using a Rockwell 6S and a synthetic brush and a four or five-year-old tub of Barrister and Man soap that I'm just going to use until it's gone. So that's sort of... Uh, my uh situation and um i get thrilled by seeing the ring of death grow larger <laughs> in this really old tub of what's the scent lavanil um in the glissant base which is uh very old so um that's what's been going on very good and that reminds me the topic for today's episode <laughs> bring it up right now when the thrill is gone, if I didn't worry about like copyright and all that stuff, uh, I'd be playing Earth, Wind, and Fires after the thrill. What was it? After, after the, thrill the is love. Gone? After the love is gone. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan of Earth, Wind, Fire, but that, that's what's going in my head right now. We're talking about when the thrill is gone, and especially uh, I did not know this when, uh, when I first approached HD to talk about the topic, but um, he had some insight to, uh, as well, you know, uh, based on last episode and I thought it'd be great to have him on again, especially I think timing wise, he's about to enter a very busy season in his, uh, main, main work as a musician. So we're just really happy to have you on, uh, for, <laughs> for today. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, it, the timing is funny because I could have very well, you know, missed you all. And you, you you could have asked me to do this in two months. I don't know if I've said, no, sorry, I'm not interested or I'm not busy. But it's like the uh, Godfather thing about I thought I was out and you all pulled me back in. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. um, so this is this is a very nice time to sort of document my feelings. <laughs> so as a very, you know, um, uh, introspective person, um, I look mm -hmm. forward to looking back at this in like six months and, and seeing what I said, because I know it could be very different um, in some time. That that that's totally true. Uh, I think Gerard, we talked about how this hobby. I think most hobby hobbies have a, a cyclical like nature. So when you, especially when you first get into it, there's like that newbie passion. You want to try everything under the sun. Uh, as time goes on, you kind of find out what your favorites are, and then sometimes you get locked into your routine, and then you kind of slip out of the hobby, move on to other things. 
or you're like, oh, before I did razors, now I'm going to go into like aftershaves or shaving soaps and the cycle continues again. Um, we can, you know, we can tackle that part, but uh, first I wanted to answer the question, how do you engage in the hobby if you're not actively purchasing or looking at new products? And I'm just going to open the floor up to, to everyone. You don't. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's the easy answer, right? I mean, the the way I primarily engage is probably through chat forums, whether it's Discord. Um, I've also been active in IRC uh, through through Reddit, and and that's primarily the main forum that I would say I go on okay. uh, the most. But even then, it's just I think it's just maybe keeping in contact with other people, other friends, stuff like that. Um, I mean, you could also say social media, but I think I always say this on my Instagram, like whenever I post something new, I'm like, sorry guys, it's been a while. And then I don't post anything for another month. And then, and, and that's pretty much, you know, as far as it goes, right. And in, engagement takes work, you know, just as much work as just, you know, making purchases. So if, uh, if I'm not doing that, you know, that's pretty much why, like something else has my attention, you know, something else has my time. Okay. So, so the, the community engagement is still, and, and I should also preface this saying, you know, the question isn't to imply that the only part of being a hobbyist is purchasing, but I, I will say uh, for me personally, at least like it, it does seem very integrated. Like if you're not looking at anything, are you really in the hobby? I guess that could be another way I could have asked this question. Um, any, any thoughts about that, HD? Well, yeah, you, you bring up an interesting point. Um, the nature of if you're listening to this podcast, if you're in the Lather Talk Discord, if you're in IRC, if you're on Reddit, on YouTube, on Instagram, is that you probably approach this thing with a consumerist mindset or at least you did in the beginning of you associated like moving forward with your knowledge your engagement by buying things trying things etc and for me that has left me in the position that i am now where because i'm not buying things i haven't bought anything in almost six months now um it's more difficult to engage with something if you're accustomed to buying things and then you suddenly no longer buy things. So if I had to do a survey of people who are still hobbyist wet shaving, whatever that means, if they're mm -hmm. still continuing to do it years and years into it and they're still engaging with the community, I wonder if the people that are still around have adopted some sort of different view of how they engage by not buying things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like yeah. if they come into it at the beginning with some sort of more holistic, like, oh, I just want to shave better and I don't care about buying a whole bunch of things. I wonder if those people last longer on average than the people who buy all the stuff in the first year, right? I, I could see that definitely being the case. Like how, yeah, how you entered and then early on how you enter the hobby might dictate yeah longevity and even like how how purchase crazy you get i i definitely i don't know personally yeah i can speak for me like i, I definitely you know dove in the deep end and was really into trying stuff until just i would say within the past six months um, when if we like stop by a store right and maybe we're like just trying out you know uh, fragrances and stuff like that um, you know, just olfactory fatigue, right? When you just kind of, you just smell so much stuff, it is all, it kind of all blends together. You know, maybe that's the, that's what it is. It's, it's just like, almost like, like capitalist fatigue, right? Like, you know, we've been like purchasing so much that it all kind of blends together. And it's like, is there something that's really new or is this just, you know, adjacent to something we already have? And therefore, stuff doesn't seem as exciting as it used to be you know how shiny can red be well i have like sparkly red compared to metallic red compared to regular brick red i don't know something i thought, thought was you know in the grand scheme of things 
the three of us are actually doing pretty well, which is to say that there are people that went just as hard into buying things in the beginning or even more so than we did that that have not made it this long. <laughs> they, like, they, they, they burn brighter, but faster. Kind correct. Of, kind of, correct. Yeah. I mean, definitely brighter, but also definitely faster. Yeah. Um, and it's just I, I, I mean, if if somebody feels like they burned really brightly in the beginning and they're yeah. still very bright, feel free to let us know. Um, I would be curious to see who those people are <laughs> and I'll do a full research and see if, you know, I agree with their own self-assessment, but um, yeah, right, it right. just, it just seems like it, it, it just can't be good if, if you're so deep into it so soon, you know? Yeah. Oh, that, that is true. You mean like someone within their first month or two of wet shaving and decide to buy like the top 10 razors of uh, like their, mm -hmm. their favorite post on the uh, favorite channel or like forum right it just can't be good for the long term you know it's just i mean it just can't yeah it's not sustainable no and part of that is that high that you you know you would get right right yeah you're, yeah you're, it's the it's like the drug and you're just like ooh, the shiny box it's christmas again this week now i have five packages instead of just one and now i get to smell all these new things and yeah it's just you know the the candle that burns brightest burns fastest so on a brighter note i would like to answer john's original question a little bit more directly which is like how have i personally continued to stay in contact with the shaving world um, while I have not bought anything for nearly six months and it has been I think a big part of it and a big part of lots of hobbies for me has been the personal one-on-one -on -one interaction with people. And um, of course it's easiest to do that online, but I really appreciate the people that I have seen in person. Um, I have some local shaving friends here in Chicago and also people that have visited in the past six months that have taken the time to, you know, make plans to meet up. Um, the, the fact that I've been able to see those people in person has really helped me stay connected a little bit because they've updated me on what's been going on. And there's something about that in-person thing that is special um, when your hobby is mostly online, right? I think that that's, that's the biggest takeaway um, kind of after, after hearing both of your responses. And I, I think it's like, I wrote this in my own notes, like, make actual friends with people within the hobby and then go on to talk about other shared interests, life and et cetera. It certainly sounds like that, that you know, you're kind of, I think both of you guys are, are doing that to some degree. Yeah. I'm not talking about shaving with these people when I see them in person. <laughs> I mean, we, no. we talk about it for 10% and yeah. that 10% is valuable and, and, and I don't want to lose that 10%, but no, you, you're talking about other stuff. You're talking about life or, you know, Within that ten percent, though, how much of it is like community drama and <laughs> like, like you know, like the gossip? Is, is it a healthy portion of that ten percent? I I would say there's there's been some more drama in my neck of the woods um, in the past six months, and okay. so yeah, I I, okay. I do sometimes ask people for an update on 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 how things are going um i i asked that because that's what it would be for me like whatever small percentage like i just wanted to like 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 di what's the dish you know like what's the tea <laughs> what's the tea <laughs> yeah you know in our whoever like the mutuals in, in within the mutual circle like if so and so is still even around and, and it, you know that kind of thing have you all experienced this in previous hobbies where you disconnect from the hobby basically entirely but then you still get together in person with a few people and that keeps you somewhat connected to it but then that eventually fizzles out because of whatever reason have you all experienced that yes yeah very much so i haven't had this since i was maybe in high school or, or the very beginning of college but um i'm trying to reflect on if there's a way that i can um i mean i i just don't want it to be this the same end result as it was 10 years ago um so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think mm. about the best ways to stay in touch with people in a meaningful way. That's not just 
out of convenience or normalcy, you know? I I want to say, like, I remember hearing something about how typically, like, you change your group of friends, like, every seven years or so. Mm. Or something along those lines, mm. seven to eight years. And it's not because of anything in particular. Nothing has to, like, go wrong. It's just that, like, who you are now is way different than who you were seven years ago or in multiples of that 14 years ago, etc. So you're kind of at a different point. You're at a different, you know, part of your life. Mm -hmm. So it's just natural for, you know, for people like to, you know, kind of do their own thing and, and venture apart, make new friends, etc. And I, I would say it's very much like that. But yeah, like, I mean, I don't talk, I hardly talk to anyone I, I talk to in high school. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's the same right. thing. Like, it's, mm. it's just like, did was there any sort of fallout? No, you just you just move on, different paths. You mm -hmm. counter new people, get to know those, get to know those new people, and that's it. You know, you go from there. I think it's very much the same thing in the in in, in the shaving hobby, you know, or anything else. Yeah, I, I think something I've learned as I've gotten older and matured is uh, because I value the one-on-one -on -one connection so much, I used to get upset when I would realize that I had lost some people that used to be mm. very important to my social life. Mm -hmm. And as I've gotten older, I've learned to accept that certain people are, are only maybe meant to be in your life for a certain amount of years. And it's okay if it just fizzles out. Um, I used to have a hard time accepting that like, oh, well, I didn't like, I didn't have an issue with this person. It, like, it wasn't yeah. like we had any disagreement, but just time went on and all of a sudden we hadn't talked for a year. And I remember I used to kind of struggle with that. Um, but now I'm becoming, hmm. I mean, I'm not totally fine, but I'm getting better at being okay of accepting this thing of like certain things are only meant to last for years. Right. And, I mean, I, 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 along the same lines too some people are really good at maintaining that connection, right? I, mm. I don't know if there's one friend I really appreciate I, I, and I need to respond back to an email chain that we've had for a long time, but like he's always, inevitably after there's been a radio silence for a while, not from like any, you know, just from distance, not from any like fight or anything like that. He, he's always very good about contacting me. And I'm like, dang it. I got it. <laughs> I wish I was like my friend, like my, like my, my friend, Ed, I think all of us should have someone, at least like one person in our life like that, who can kind of be, be a catalyst and remind us to get off, get us off our butts. And, and you know, again, to reach out, reconnect with someone from, from the past. Mm -hmm. Not getting enough drama, talking smack or hooligan hijinks from your regular forums, social media or Reddit. Well, the Lather Talk Discord is not for you. Sorry to disappoint. But if you're looking for a cool place to hang out with fellow traditional shaving degenerates, come on down to the Lather Talk Discord. Share your shave of the days, mail calls, or talk about your favorite hardware or software and just about everything in between. Once again, that's Lather Talk Discord. Check out the link below. Uh, Reddit has some great examples of what I want to talk about next. Uh, community challenges. And uh, we had mentioned to the Discord, you know, what are this very question? Like, if you're not buying new shit, how do you engage with the hobby? And I think it was uh, Ben from House of Mammoth that that um, gave this as example. So things like the Lather Games, um, Austere August, or uh, I know there's some other Discords or groups that do like theme weeks and everyone gets another theme week and it might either highlight an artisan or be like you know, like oh it's old school week so you know everyone's doing like vintage products stuff like that community challenges like what, what's what's been either of your experiences engaging with those so i'm still set to judge the lather games this year which is, oh okay which is sort of maybe surprising um uh, and that has been pushed to July, if uh, okay. anybody's interested. It's it's typically in June, but we, due to some um, changing of the guard, uh, we needed an extra month. And um, 
I think the interesting thing about Lather Games, uh, Austria August, where you use the same thing for the whole month, um, something that's been something that was said to me years ago and I didn't quite understand it, but now in my position I really understand it, is when you're operating at low thrill, when the thrill is gone, mm-hmm. you don't want to have to make choices about what to use. You want to oh, yeah, be yeah. told what to use. So Austria August is very simple, right? You just use the same thing. And for instance, this year, I I would have no problem doing that challenge because I have no interest to try other things. So I could just use the same thing all month, right? Sure. A lot of the games requires a little bit more thought, but it's still the idea that there's a theme for each day and you can just read the theme and go based on that, right? Yeah. So um, I think I will have no issue uh, doing those in July and August, for instance, because... Uh, yeah, there is something about not having to pick that makes the whole process more enjoyable. Makes sense. How about you, Gerard? Are you going to do lather games this year? Um, no, probably <laughs> not. I don't. Travis I don't know. It's in July. We still have like a month and a half, so maybe I'll change my mind. I haven't participated in like two or two years, three years. Okay. I think it was probably the beginning of the pandemic. So yeah, it would have been 2020. That was the only year I did it. I, the only thing I remember is that it was exhausting, uh, you know, even and and maybe some people like, you know, they're very good where they will just, you know, take every single day. They'll put everything in a bag. They'll they'll preset set up everything. I didn't really do that. I, I, I generally did that. I had, you know, I have a lot of soaps and splashes and, and, and stuff and, and whatnot. But you know, I'd be like, okay, this week, I think I can choose these things. This week, I can choose these things. I'd give myself about a week in advance to do it. But then just doing it, you know, was not very quickly. It didn't, it, I think that was the thing with it is like, when I finished, I was like, I didn't enjoy having to think about it every single day for 30 days. Or now it'll be 31 days, right? July is 31 days. Yeah. So yeah, and maybe that's just the that was just like how I took it. You know, maybe if I did, you know, just take some effort to to really break it down day by day in advance, maybe I'd have a a better time. But it wasn't like I'm not gonna say like I had a bad time. Like it was it was definitely enjoyable. It wasn't like the worst thing I've ever done. Um, you know, as if it's like you know just shaving every day is this horrifically you know like torturous you know task to do but i think like you said you know hd about doing something like austere august i didn't really have an interest to do that either you know to just use the same thing every day because if that was the case i would just want to shave with the same thing once every three days but who knows maybe i'm in that point where yeah i just want to like you know start going for some tub kills and Mm -hmm. just start you know knocking you know take just something I have and just see if I can just like knock it out of the park already. I mean, that's, that's basically what's going on with me is I realized today, I said, I should look into this before we do this podcast. <laughs> I said, how long have I actually been using the same thing? I think it's 24 days. Wow. So, but, but I didn't set out any particular amount of time. I just said, I'm just going to use this until I get sick of it or I finish it, right? Which, yeah. Whichever comes first. And I and I woke up today and checked, and it was 24 days. So, um, and, you know, that was the thing that they used to warn you about doing austere August, too, is if going into August, if your thrill was already kind of shaky, yeah, <laughs> they would say, don't, don't do it, <laughs> because you'll get to the end of it, and you'll say, oh, I can just do this all the time. So why right. why would i not just be more simple uh with the way i pick my gear you know um and that and that kind of had an effect on me one of the years i i forget if it was no 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 that's that's actually what happened to me last year was in an attempt to save my thrill i said i'm not doing it because oh. it would, so i just delayed it uh like five months <laughs> but but, but it still um, came back around to get you. Yeah. So, I mean, that was good, right? It, it, it gave me four or five extra months. Um, it did. It did. So you have to think about that in your, you know, outlook. <laughs> uh, question for you, HD. Uh, for, I would say me and Jordan are kind of similar places where I would say kind of the 
umbrella topic or sort of umbrella approach for both of us is like just use what we're enjoying uh, whatever are in our huge collection of things right for you like it's it's a large like shaving soap collection or razor collection is that is that an issue uh for, for you at all currently and was it ever a source of stress for you uh, at the height of the thrill i would say as time has gone on i don't associate the products I use with quality or end result as much as I do ease of use. Mm. So the okay. reason why I have stuck with the Rockwell, which let the record show <laughs> on the like surface, I kind of, I kind of hate that razor. Like really? it's heavy. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's ugly. I think it's ugly as all get out. Hmm. But it's so easy to use. I mean, I've never had a had a difficult shave with that razor ever. So that's why I'm using it now. I'm not right. using it because I think it looks good, or I'm or I'm trying to get you know points with the cool kids for for using some really obscure old razor. The, but us it, cool shaving kids. <laughs> yes, you all are the kids. The I elder am. council of yes. shaving has 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 said. The, the, the first commandment is thou shalt not use a fugly razor, you know? <laughs> it's, I don't know. Do you all think that that design is pretty? It's serviceable. A, it's serviceable. It's serviceable. I, I've seen worse. <laughs> I'm not going to say ugly, but I, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah I tell that, people all the time, like, yeah, that, the razor is so easy to use. And you get I get good results. So, and I've and I've given away like three or four uh, hmm. six C's over the years to people. That's why I still don't own a six C's because I would give it away and then yeah. get another one and then I give it away. <laughs> it's like I I can't hold on to those. But um, but yeah. So I'm I'm associating it with how easy it is to use. Sure. Um, same reason for the synthetic brush. It's it's like you you know you don't have to think when you use that. That's the I I and like I don't care that the barrister and man soap base is old, like that that is not even remotely a, a thought that enters my mind, or the same thing it about works. the, yeah right it it just works I mean if it didn't work like if it yeah if it foamed up and couldn't like hold a suitable lather then I wouldn't use it I mean there is a line, right. but um. Yeah, I've I've been like this with soaps for for maybe a year now, where I'm not really worried about performance. But I think the community in general has has kind of come that way as all of the uh, artisans have continued to kind of raise the average um, soap based quality. Mm -hmm. So um, yes, that's my long answer to your question. It's all good. It's all good. Didn't didn't know you felt that way about the Rockwell, but. I, like Gerard said, like I, I get it, I get it. It's 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 you can go on autopilot, and I I've never thought too long and hard about the the aesthetics of it because it just it it does what it does well. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we've kind it. of had this conversation a bit, John. Like you know, what's on mm. your Mount Rushmore of like razors, right? Oh yeah, and yeah. Even then, like outside of uh, you know, just general use, I'm gonna get like like a 99% BBS shave with most of them. So why do I need to have 20 razors, 30, 40, 50 razors? What do you have to have different ones and, you know, the same razor in different gaps, different, you know, aesthetics. Different metals, right? The same different, razor. Exactly. Even. Yeah. You know, you're just, like you said, like I could literally have something. I know I'm going to get a great shave. I'm not going to, you know, butcher up and slice up my face and I'll be fine forever. <laughs> like we're, we're kind of at that point. Yeah. I'll mention that I was using the aluminum carve overlander for longer than 24 days, maybe, okay. maybe two months. Um, I was really loving that razor. I remember when I was still making videos, I would just use it every week and be like, mm. this, this thing is great. I'm still using it go try one. Okay. Here's the rest of the video, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think I had one kind of so, so weak with shaving with that razor. It was, it was probably the blade, honestly, mm -hmm. but I didn't 
bother to try a different blade in it. And I said, hmm, I mean, this is fine. It, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't as good. So I said, let's let's try the, the Rockwell because yeah. I know that's going to be fine. Um, and so then maybe once I get a bum blade and put it in the Rockwell, then I'll go back to the... <laughs> to the car to the overlander yeah 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 that's my that's my logic at this point um (laughs) which doesn't it doesn't make sense but i've seen some people do this dentor thing where where they use a different soap each shave until they've done every soap in their uh, collection Mm. and if you don't have that many soaps i think it's a good idea if you're certain people on YouTube, it would take you, you know, several years to get through every soap if you were shaving every day. So maybe don't. <laughs> but, I, I couldn't pull that off. Yeah. I think that's a nice idea, though, for people in our yeah, yeah, yes, situation yes. who appreciate have stuff. Which, appreciate yeah. what you have. That, that's it, it. Yeah. Yeah. Within like, I don't know how many, how many is too many for that to work? Under 50 for sure. It's, it's okay. Yeah, I'm really proud right. to say that I'm under. I'd say one month, thirty. Thirty. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. 30 I'm at forty or fifty soaps now, which I okay. think is just fantastic. Which is sad, but I think that's just no, no. But it doesn't tremendous. cause you. It doesn't cause you stress, right? Like, like, like no. you, you're not like the because I'm still trying to get out of the. I have too many soaps that are not all you know, kind of being appreciated. So. Uh, gotta gotta keep chugging away how to how to just either give them away sell what i can or whatever right i think maybe after i finish this barrister and man tub i'll mm-hmm. try the dentor thing at least for soaps if i'm only changing one thing i think yeah i i think i can i can handle that but if i had to, to dentor like razors and aftershaves i i couldn't handle it but uh, maybe that's the move for soaps so yeah I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that idea at least like yeah it, it could work with razors too mm-hmm. to find find out what's really not really make, find out what's not making the cut anymore. Oh, that's a bad pun. That was I, I did not <laughs> intend to make that that stupid <laughs> razor pun there, but uh, <laughs> hmm. I, I'm very displeased with myself. <laughs> and so is Julian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, that was definitely him. <laughs> have Have you all done the state of the state hobby? of shape? Yeah. No, I, we we barely talked. Yeah, we barely talked about it. You know, really. Okay. Do Do you want to share your thoughts? You're free to share your thoughts because I feel like uh, the, the that last episode's topic was of interest to you. Well, I'm thinking about it because I'm, 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 wow. I mean, that's crazy. This is time, time really flies. So the, so the Maggard meetup is happening in under a month. And are you, are you going? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll be, okay. I don't think I knew that. So it'll be a pleasure to meet you in person. Oh, great, man. Oh, so you are going. I am going. Did I not tell you? Okay. I'm, I'm bad friend. Yeah, John. Bad friend right here. I, I think I remember seeing you plug it um, like either in the Discord or on YouTube, and I thought, oh, well, that's nice of John to plug it, but he's not yeah. going to come. <laughs> no, then I, I, flip, I honestly, I flip-flopped because I okay. wasn't so sure because I just I haven't been to any large social gatherings uh, since, oh. since before pandemic. So I think a little bit of that paranoia was creeping in, but uh, like my, my wife, super supportive of this stupid hobby uh, and all my endeavors in it, was like, "You're gonna, re- you're gonna regret it if you don't go." I, and, and it doesn't matter how like your thrill level of the hobby, because yeah, I, I, I am a social person, um, lean extra, lean extrovert mm-hmm. over introvert, and you know, she's like, "You should go," and so I did. <laughs> and I think she's right in in like a very kind of sad way, but she doesn't mean it in this way, which is to say this might be the last time mm. or the only time that you can see some of these people. Um, that, artisans. Yeah. Yeah. People like me, like I, you know, like a snapshot of this time. Right. Yeah. With, yeah. Yeah. No, that's very true. That's very true. Because like, because like I'm, I mean, this is very selfish, but like, it's like, I'm going 
and if this is my last time, like then that's the last time that I'm that you meet somebody like me who was connected to the last four years so much, right? Sure, sure. Um, I feel like I sort of have to go because of my proximity to the event, and we had organized a couple informal meetups there in 20, well, for the past two years. And I mm -hmm. was um, involved in putting those together and uh, okay. they were, they were, they were super fun. And I'm very yeah. thankful to all the people who came out to those, but obviously it's no substitution for the real thing with hundreds of people and um, that awesome building that they have um, in mm. Adrian, Michigan. So, um, and you know, I've never been to a full one. I've, I've, I've only mm -hmm. done these smaller ones that I help kind of organize. And so, um, I'm really excited to, uh, meet everybody. And, um, I was saying something about the magazine. Yeah. So it's less than a month away. Oh, and I've just been thinking like, what are, like, what are people going to be talking about? Because I know brad maggard and some of the other artisans like their perspective on where the hobby is from like a business standpoint mm -hmm. um i know their perspective i kind of know how i'm feeling about it as like a consumer hobbyist whatever you want to call and um i don't like i don't know it, it might be kind of weird um something that we've talked about is which i think is good and we should emphasize this is maybe we need to go back to the old thing of we should try to spread the word with new mm. people more than we have been. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. maybe we used to be more active with it when we first got introduced to this years ago. But if we want this thing to continue, it's obviously like financially, it, it, it's not going to continue to grow on my behalf. It has to grow on other people's and potentially with new people, right? So I honestly think that that should be a point that is discussed when we're all there next month. Hmm. Maybe that should be the, the topic when you're over there. It's, I mentioned it kind of in passing to a couple people and they, they were all kind of on the same page that, that, that would seem to be like if we want this thing to continue to grow or even stay the same, um, we have to think about the future, right? And the future is looks bleak to me without the inclusion of new people. So what you're saying is we need to get like a real TikTok influencer to uh, <laughs> to use the Rockwell success. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 some something else and celebrity or athlete perhaps logan I've paul been... where's the where's the prime energy <laughs> oh, drink <God. laughs> uh collab with uh i think blackline would be good for that like, like oh, that yeah. would be like some something that would that would go together <laughs> I don't know. well and you bring up a good point that maybe the for the people where the future looks bleak they're all like me and that we're not up on the newest technology. Like, I don't know anything about making a, a reel or a short or a TikTok. And maybe those platforms are doing a good job at uh, bringing new people in. And I just don't hear about it because I'm not engaged with those areas. So maybe to somebody like Shane of, of Blackland, who I consider to be very up on technology and social media, mm -hmm. Actually, I think I remember reading he was he was answering a question on a forum that he feels like business has been good and he does feel like that there's growth and things like that. So maybe it's um, some aspect of technology, social media that some of these more old school people like me um, have to consider to really see the whole picture, right? Overall, despite like let's say like in in light of the closings and whatnot, I think that's just like a combination of people who have been in it a long time and we're already slowing down, and it's just time to put. Especially if if it was like a side hustle, it's just time mm. to move on because like family calls or other interests, and that's totally you know like I wish them well, right? In in whatever uh, journey they're going on on next. So I, I don't think it was too many where it's like they're closing up shop because not enough people are buying from them. 
Now, mm. saying now, having said that, I do I, having talked to some people who are artisans or vendors, like overall sales, to my knowledge, are yeah, they're they're definitely not as high as they they were in the pandemic because a lot of people were, were trying new hobbies, were trying new things, and that and just bored out of their minds. So, you know, they're buying more than they should have, and that, mm -hmm. that's just that's just reality. So, a lot of things are kind of going back to normal, and I think unfortunately, maybe like this dip this year might be the uh might, might might be affected by that but uh i think some mark was it what, what was that term um market correction or like mm -hmm. you know, like if there's people who kind of just been kind of hanging on this is the time where it's uh, you know they're gonna close up shop because it's already it's it going that way and it's fine like the, the the last you know the last straw has now happened um and then for someone new to en to enter that because like tons of artisans came in uh over the pandemic even before and i think it's just like uh, it definitely like everyone's saying it's oversaturated mm -hmm. so uh i think the bar like what your average is uh you gotta come yeah you, you gotta come a little harder those who can do the reels who can do the uh make use of the free marketing tools i think that's that's who's gonna uh be able be able to survive in the long haul mm. i just think it would be better for the for the longevity of individual uh people's interest and also it would be better for the longevity of the hobby in uh in general you would you would rather have let's 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 see if i can put numbers on this okay yeah you you would rather have 100 people buy one soap from Barrister and Mann than 10 people buy 10 soaps each from Barrister and Mann. I would think that you would always rather have more individuals that are engaging rather than only smaller people that are engaging perhaps too much, right? Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. But as artisans have probably that, you know, have tried this and know better than me as just somebody who's, you know, speculating, um, it's perhaps it's it's just a naturally limited uh, market. And unless um, there's a scene in a James Bond movie <laughs> where they shave them with a straight yeah. razor to bump up yeah. the interest. It's just always going to be capped at a certain point, maybe. Yeah. Um, but that's again, that's that's me trying to think optimistically about what the future may look like if we're able to bring in new people um, and perhaps emphasize with them more than we did in say 2020. Yeah, perhaps emphasize with them. You don't have to buy ten; just just buy one, and when you finish the one then get a second one you know um and say things like it'll be better for you long term and better for your wallet and you know i don't know um maybe that would help maybe it, it almost sounds like you're describing a non-hobbyist which I, I would have to agree with it'd be better to have just someone convert to traditional wet shaving as opposed to going like all the way in as a hobbyist because it's more Right, it's it's more sustainable if if there's more of those those types of of customers. Right, and to be fair, I think there have always been plenty of people like that that will only use Parasso for the rest of their life. Yeah, yep. But you don't hear about them because they're not, you know, shaving in a hobbyist way. They're just doing it as something they have to do and. When their puck of Parasso runs out, they buy another one from Shave Nation or Maggard Razors. And then, sure. like, that's it, you know? Um, but I think as hob, this is, okay, so this is maybe the, this is maybe the actionable thing. Look, yeah. look, I mean, look I'm using a business word now. Um, <laughs> very good, very good. Thank you. Um, I think the hobbyists need to be more supportive of the people that just buy the one commercial soap and then, gotcha because maybe they because that you know i don't think we should look as negatively on those people as maybe i have in the past um that's a that's a perfectly fine way to yeah do this you know would you say like where you are now is that are you 
envious. Uh, like someone could just engage in that way where they changed over from cartridge and they're buying their uh, tub or tube of Parasso. Tube, maybe it, yeah. It, or maybe a tub of uh, art, uh, not uh, tubs, tubs or whatnot. And they, they re-up once, maybe twice a year. Mm-hmm. What a what a simple way to handle things, right? I mean, I did it for like five years <laughs> Be- before turning to a a uh, silly hobbyist. Yeah, it was no, it was, it was literally an accident. You know, I said this story a million times. Got Parasso, shitty ass Badger Brush, thirty four C, or is it, no, it was the long handle, the thirty three C or whatever. Twenty three C, twenty three C, the long yeah, yeah. long three piece, and then. Um, and yeah and then i met one of our friends who was in the hobby and i'm and and i went to his house and i'm just like what is all this like this is uh you know this traditional shaving like this is not traditional shaving it's like i have like 30 soaps at the time and i think it was just it got worse after that then yeah i think he took me to a, a local meetup and that was it after four years, it was just four years of like, and I was I was good in my world of, of you know, a- Astra Greens, twenty three C Parasso. I probably would have gotten a synthetic brush eventually, mm-hmm. you know, but that's where it is. I, I I think I definitely think there's something to, you know, uh, e- evangelizing the hobby to others specifically to people who you kind of you, you you might know that just shave terribly <laughs> or or sure, maybe sure. they just need you know you just know that they're just probably not doing it the right way and i mean you see stuff out there whether it's for like the one blade or like uh was it man manscape.com or yeah like one of those you know like just like like electric uh oh just the trimmers and and sure, you sure. Know. You know, like a company needs to like just be persistent on on those social media forums, right? Uh, oddly enough, I don't even think I told you about this, John. Like uh, mm-hmm. it was like last month, I saw I got an ad, a a suggested ad for Henson, and oh. it was the it was the long commercial with uh, what's his name, the one we spoke uh, with, Daniel. Daniel, Daniel, yeah, Daniel. with Daniel, and yeah, and and so. It was like an extended ad, you mm. know, like for like probably went for like two minutes. And I think it has like three thousand comments, something on that. Like, you know, like so I know it's getting around. Yeah. You know, from that end, those are just like the little things that you 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 know, you have to do a million of those things and hope that one of them eventually sticks. Yeah. You know, with a group yeah. of people. Henson's uh doing good things. Um I would I, I would love to ask um, that guy about how business has been because uh, I was very aware of them when they first kind of came out. Um, I of course I, I watched the um, chat interview that you, uh, you all did with him. Um, but uh, yeah, it's funny. Like that's that's a razor that I wanted to not like. <laughs> Sure, sure. Um, I, you know, a year or two ago, and now when I think about that razor, all I can think of is the potential, you know, outreach it it could have because of their marketing and and success, mm-hmm. and and I think that that's great. Like nothing's more important to me now than how many people can you reach with this, and uh, yeah, I, I I feel kind of foolish to um, reflect on how I used to think about it, right? And even how he like you know talks about it in the ad, it's like, because how much is it now? Eighty seventy nine. It's, it's gone like, up, yeah, so, yeah. But, but even even then, seventy nine bucks. He's just like, he you know puts up like here's like oh here's a hundred blades. It'll last you three years, five years, you know, and it's twelve dollars or whatever, you know. Yeah. And it's like, it's like what we classically say, right? Like how much is like even from Costco or Sam's Club? How much is like a uh, like a sixteen pack of like Gillette Fusion or whatever, the, whatever the current thing is, right? It's probably around that, like fifty yeah, bucks for like the, you yeah. know, for for four four packs of four, something like that. Crazy.
I'm remembering too that this is something I've thought about when it comes to videos on my channel. Mm -hmm. If I really want to have more engagement or, um, or just, I mean, not that I care about views, but just to put it in a more simple term, if I want more views on my videos, yeah, yeah, I should make ones that are more general and not as hobby specific. Um, and that's something that I've just put off doing for years and mm. years. Um, and I kind of dabbled in that when I did my um, gem razor video um, a few months ago. People have been asking me to do that for a while. And mm. um, somebody more recently went as far as to say like, hey, you should make this video talking about gems for beginners. Maybe it'll reignite your thrill. And um, that had a lot more engagement than a normal video that I would do, right? So um, I should probably do more beginner-oriented videos um, on my channel in the future. That's something that I think would definitely be good. HD, I, I don't know if you saw that. There, there's a there's a YouTuber. Her name's Michelle Carre, and she does a lot of just like um, I you know. I studied chess for two months and I tried to play a, a, a chess grandmaster or I, I tried to, you know, like train for two months and I, I ran my first marathon or something mm. like that. And then a few years ago, um, I think it was popping up on, on the algorithm on YouTube of, it was something like, um, I tried, she had turned into a series. Let me see. It was like, I tried five different types of hair removal. And then it turned into, I got my legs professionally shaved by a barber to, we tried men's versus women's razors. And then we tried every shaving subscription service. And <laughs> I remember, and I remember in one of those videos, I think it was the men's versus women's or something like that. She ended up using like a, like a DE, like a, like a twist open, uh, you know, razor um, and whatnot. And yeah, she said, she's like, and in, in, in these videos are getting anywhere between 5 million views to like half a million views to, to 5 million views. But I remember watching and she said like, yeah, like, the, the safety razor was the, the easiest, you know, was the, was, mm. was, was the best or it had the best results. And, and so I don't, you know, is it as far as, you know, um, just being more generic as far as like your youtube titles you know like that's that's probably where some of like the content creation like element you know lies you know because you could do the same video have five different titles yeah and and, and depending on yeah. which one hits that algorithm the best yeah will feed into you know you'll, you'll you'll get the views on those videos right and then you have people you know like whether it's um, Ken Surf, Sinatra Lennon, and some of the other like YouTubers, like with like crazy, like which is crazy, kind of like how like how you know five figure like subscriptions and stuff like that still, mm -hmm. and they're just chatting about whatever. They're not really chatting about the products and and the no. shape itself. You know, they just they just become that personality, right? Like that's right. that is the that is the content that's being offered. Yeah. It's different. Cause some people that like, you're like, that's not me. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I have the energy to do that. Um, and whatnot. And, and some people, you know, it's just exactly who they are and they've just found their success with it. It's just an interesting thing to think about. I think. Yeah. I, I, I think our whole perception of the numbers part of this thing is totally skewed um, by the fact that we are in the, you know, we're in the 1% of the 1%, right? Or the niche of the niche. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to calibrate your senses every now and then um, by talking to people that have a foot in um, the normal, traditional shaving business. The regular yeah. world. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that person for me has always been... Uh, brad maggard um he mm. he occasionally has uh shared some info with us about um just general trends and um mm. sometimes more specific like sales 
uh, within his business. And every time, you know, he's, he's, he's talked to me about this half a dozen times in, in the amount of time that I've known him. And every time it like shocks me in some way, like, um, Oh yeah, well, you know, Paraso's going this way, but tobacco's going this way. And then all of that is like three times all of this, you know, or I'm going off the screen here, but like, yeah, yeah. um, it's, it's always shocking to like hear some of the data points that he has. Um, mm. I would like to incorporate that more into my own engagement, I guess, and, okay. and not worry about the niche stuff as much. Maybe we, we have been also just want to make note. We have been talking for just a little bit over an hour now. So I do uh, want to be mindful of that and um, to kind of just to to wind things, wind things down HD and Gerard, if there is one thing that you could change in the wet shaving hobby, however you want to find that, what would it be? And I'm going to, you know, since we're kind of in that general idea of like growing the hobby, what I would just simply say is that communicating to people, not even like wet shaving is being quote unquote better than using a cartridge, just the fact that it's available as an option hmm. because we can go to our big box stores right now and it's still going to be dollar shave club, Harry's Gillette cartridges and stuff like that. And you might be lucky if you see the most suspicious looking pack, a single, and, and that's a thing, right? Yeah. You're not yeah. carrying a hundred. It's going to be a single pack of 10 blades for $4 and 97 cents. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and so I don't blame people because they don't know any better. If people knew about it and everything, um, that would be a good start, uh, in general. Mm. You, you, you mentioned a great point, which I'm surprised didn't come up when we were going down this whole rabbit hole, but I think it's wrong to present this way of shaving to new people as better. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the right wording to use. Um, it should be more about improving your technique and in sort of like a sales pitch way. I think what you, what you said, Gerard is good of like, it is available, you know, what a great thing of connecting the old with the new it's somehow this old way of doing things, but because of the technology, there's all this new stuff out there. Um, and I and I think somehow not claiming it to be better, um, I, I I think that improves the sales pitch, if you will. Mm. I'm 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 happy to say mine, which I didn't think about for long, but I I wanted Gerard to answer first. Um, I think you should always use what you enjoy, and not what you think other people would enjoy or what other people tell you to enjoy whether you're in my situation whether you're first or whether you're just starting off you should try to use what you like as often as possible even though sometimes there will be circumstances that limit you from doing that um that that's that's the most important thing i'll go a different direction um and this is for the the niche within the niche. Stop buying so many soaps. <laughs> Just you have too many soaps. Yes, I'm you. I'm talking to you. If you're listening or watching, you have too many soaps. <laughs> Calm the f down. That's it. That's that's, that's all. God. That was that was that was very frightening. I that was a, that was a, that was a stern talking to. <laughs> that that dad voice dad voice coming out. It yeah, wasn't Asian enough, in my opinion. Just letting you know. <laughs> it, it wasn't what. It wasn't Asian enough, you know. Oh no no no! It, it wasn't. No, that, that, when you get the like... tone right, it just strikes fear into your heart. It's just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Th thanks, guys, for for playing along with that last wrap up. Uh, was that positive? No, but I think it was impactful.
it's impactful. Actually, actually, I really, I did like the insight that you both had, and then I had to bring the the stern dad energy um, to, <laughs> with my answer. But um, all that being said, HD, I want to thank you so much for coming on to today's show. Uh, it, it was really great just kind of talking about these topics, even on you know to, to have so much uh, insight and um, I, don't, I don't know just. Just good things to say, uh, even when your thrill is you know, currently at, at a low point. Uh, I think we, we definitely, you know, the door is still open. Um, maybe we'll catch you after the your, your you know your gig schedule is on the lighter side and, and see where you are. I think I said this about straight razor shaving last time, but uh, the the offer still stands. We'll maybe catch you in a few months. Um, yeah, and, and see where you're with wet shaving. We'd, we'd love to have you back again. Oh, that would be great. These have been. Um... We're, we're two for two on uh, podcasts, I would say. So thank Sweet. you all for uh, having me. And once again, I must highlight Gerard is here. He's present. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's, that's somehow. I mean, I knew it was going to be good. So <laughs> yes, he just he just knew. That's Gerard. Right. And yeah, yeah, Gerard, again, thank you for powering through um, through the through the sickness. Uh, great, great. I'll have another one to add on our next recording. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think we will tackle that uh, as HD had had asked, like what the state of the you know wet shaving, un- state of the union wet shaving, <laughs> state of shaving, the state of shaving, state of sha- state of shaving address. Uh, I think we'll we'll have to put some more thought into it, but uh, it's good. I think we got a good start going. So, yep. yeah. HD, Gerard, it's been a pleasure. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today. Um, all our socials and whatnot will be in the description. Go check it out with your Instagram, YouTube, and other, other places. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. We appreciate your support and hope to catch you next time. Take care now.